Sounds right. Hey everybody, welcome to the fifth episode of Buried on Bandcamp with your host Taylor. In this episode of Buried on Bandcamp, we will be discussing the band Pretty and Nice, their work, and their unrelenting positivity. Now, I have to start this episode off by saying I don't know much about Pretty and Nice themselves and their background, admittedly. Most of the information I'm getting is from their Bandcamp, or what I assume to be unauthorized sources, so maybe take everything I say with a grain of salt. Their last release seems to be a good while ago, back in 2014, and their website is now defunct. From what I gather, the band consists of three members, and I'm sorry if I butcher any of these names, Holden Lewis, Jeremy Mendicino, and Roger Lucier. They're a pop rock band from Boston, Massachusetts, and they released music from 2006 to 2014. I don't know what happened to them after they released their final album, since, like I mentioned before, I don't have a lot of info on them. This doesn't stop me from liking them, though. I don't see why it would. Their music is very post-punk, but they lean a lot into the experimental side, with electronic elements as well. And, as you can see from the title of this episode, their music is very upbeat and fun, but we'll delve into that in a later segment. For now, let's actually discuss their discography. Nice's first release was on December 6th, 2006, titled Pink and Blue. Honestly, I didn't know about this and their other earlier work from the late 2000s, mostly because I just didn't check if they had any other music than the album I first listened to. Luckily, I remedied that recently, very recently, maybe like just over a week ago. I went to a hotel in Pennsylvania, the, the Cartoon Network Hotel, for my sibling's birthday, Veterans Day weekend. On the, I want to say, hour and a half ride there, I binged whatever parts of Pretty and Nice's discography I hadn't listened to yet, and I really, really enjoyed it. Their earlier work is much more rocky and loud than their later work. I found myself listening to their earlier stuff, especially Pink and Blue, all the time throughout the weekend, and it was really nice. 
My favorite songs on Pink and Blue are definitely Hey Hey Come On and Lazy Lazy Bumblebee. Both have a more kind of emotional and dramatic vibe than the rest of the album, but that's what I like about it. They're also much louder and kind of erratic, which I always find is a plus. After that was Blue and Blue, released in July of the same year, with one new song, Pretty Shells, and remixes of songs off Pink and Blue. I'll be honest, I don't really listen to their releases where most of the songs are just remixes. It's just not my thing, personally. So I'm afraid I won't be talking too much about those in depth, because I don't listen to them often. Sorry. After that was Get Young, released yet another year later on October 7th, 2008. While admittedly I don't like this one as much as Pink and Blue, it's still very fun and I still listen to it quite a bit over that weekend at the hotel. My favorite song is Tora Tora Tora, which I also believe is their most popular song out of any of their songs. I like how kind of choppy it is, for lack of a better word, especially the little instrumental break after the first chorus. It's very fun. After that was Fantastic Artifact in April 2011, in Capsules in October of the same year, both featuring singles that would be on later releases. By the way, I'm looking at both their Bandcamp and their Spotify page for this information. So some things are present on one page and missing on the other. I have to put the pieces together. Anyway, the first of those releases that the singles were on would come in November 2012 called Us, You, All, We. I'd say the aforementioned Capsules is my favorite on this EP, but they're all pretty close in my book. After that, the other release, titled Golden Rules for Golden People, was released in April 2013. This, I believe, is their most popular album, and for good reason. It's definitely the most high quality production-wise. My personal favorite on the album also happens to be what I believe to be the most popular on the album. The name, I'm not sure how to pronounce it. It's a Q, an underscore, and another Q. I believe it stands for Qualify Quantify, but I don't actually know for sure. It's very catchy though. And their final release would come in August of 2014, titled Infinitely Forever. It's a nice closure to their discography with a very bright and colorful album art. Features two new songs, Rock and Roll Wizards and Summer Boys, and three remixes of previous songs. All in all, I find it hard to believe that I didn't want to check out this earlier, because it's all really good. Now, for this last segment, I'm going to talk about what makes Pretty and Nice so appealing to me, and that's their positive vibes in their music. If you've watched my previous episode on Angel Electronics, I'm sure you'd be able to glean that I really like when music has just a really nice, positive, sweet vibe to it, and Pretty and Nice is definitely no exception. To quote their last FM page, which I'm not sure if it was written by one of the members, but it's a good source nonetheless. Pretty and Nice is bent on creating joyous feelings. Songs are born on sunny porches, zapped with electricity, arranged around dancing morpho rhythms, and slingshot skyward. It's an advanced pop crash course, and your brain may have trouble keeping up with your feet. 
And while very verbose, I definitely agree with the sentiment. It's so much fun, and that's why I like it. I did say before, the earlier stuff is more emotional and dramatic, sort of, but it still keeps that upbeat vibe. And their latest and most popular album, I mentioned before, Golden Rules for Golden People, definitely leans in on these upbeat, positive melodies. I find it hard to believe that Pretty and Nice is so obscure as they are. Going back to Last FM, it says they only have around 18,000 listeners. That's a lot less than I expected. All in all, you should definitely give them a listen if you like post-punk and positive vibes. That's all I've got for today. This has been your host, Taylor, and I'll see you on the next episode of Buried on Bandcamp. Bye-bye. <laughs>